been a return back void concerning us. It will accomplish for us and it will prosper in what it has been sent in Jesus' name. Amen. We have Pastor Zion with us this morning. I'll be handing over to him. Good morning, sir. God bless you, sir. Pastor Zion. Good morning, sir. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Bless you, sir. I'd like us to take this song. We give you all the glory. We give you all the glory. We give you all the glory.
the word that everything you made was made for man. We appreciate you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for the many blessings. The ones we know, the ones we don't know. The ones we have enjoyed, the ones we are yet to enjoy. In fact, the ones we are yet to enjoy are far, far, far more than the ones we have enjoyed. The Bible says you have blessed us with every spiritual blessings in the heavenly places. Thank Father, Jesus. thank you for your blessings upon our lives. Thank you, thank you Lord, for being faithful to us. In good times you are with us, in bad times you are with us. Amen. Even when we err against you, you never leave or forsake us. You wait for us until we come and return back to you. You are eager to receive us back. King of glory, we appreciate you. Please Hallelujah. accept our thanks in the name of Jesus. Amen. of this, we appear before you this moment. The Bible says they go from strength to strength as they all appear before you in Zion. Lord, we have come to fellowship with you apart from fellowshipping with one another. Let the blessings, oh God, of fellowshipping with you be our portion in the name of Jesus. Amen. King of glory, be gracious to us this day. What a day you are presented Amen. before us. The Bible tells us that you load every day with benefits. Lord, every benefit of today, we pray that nothing will deny us from partaking from them in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for the favors. Thank you for the opportunities. We receive all of them as blessings from you in the name of Jesus. Amen. This is the day the Lord has made. Satan, hear ye our voice. You have not made today. Therefore, you have no right to have a part in today, either in our lives, and the life of our loved ones, or any member of the body of Christ anywhere in the world. Amen. Therefore, we resist you steadfastly in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. We prevail over you this day concerning Amen. our lives and everything that concerns us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Because we know you are faithful. Blessed be Thank your holy name. As we go into your word, please give us understanding. Mm -hmm. Beyond Amen. what the preacher is preaching, Lord, enlighten us. The Holy Spirit, Amen. you are the teacher. And we have you inside of us. The Bible says we have the anointing yes, in us that teaches us all things. As your word goes forth, Holy Spirit has found it in our hearts. Amen. Make it more in our hearts in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, everlasting Father. And as we hear, we shall be doers. As we hear, we shall be partakers. As we hear, your word shall be fruitful in our lives. Thank you, Father. Blessed be you, your Lord. holy name. Hallelujah. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen. Please kindly open to me, with me, I beg your pardon, the book of Genesis chapter 24. Genesis chapter 24. We will be reading from verse 62 to verse 63. Genesis 24, from verse 62 to verse 63. 
if somebody finds it, please, can you read for us? From verse 62. Yes, sir, to 63. And Isaac came from the way of the well, Larohai, for it dwelleth in the south country. And Isaac went out to mediate in the field at the eventide, and he lifted up his eyes and saw, and behold, the camels were coming. Okay. Praise God. The Lord has sent me to encourage somebody this very moment that there is an attitude or a lifestyle you need to imbibe as a person. The Bible says in Matthew 11 that Jesus said, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. One of the things that God loves is people who desire his presence, who take time out to seek him with all of their hearts. And this is one of the things that Isaac have learned in life, that he was practicing when they brought the wife Rebecca to her. His heart was at rest. When Rebecca came, his heart was panting and desiring the presence of God when Rebecca came. I don't know, but venture there's somebody on this platform, you've been trusting God for a life partner. I tend to want to believe that beside this, God also made it down to sleep, to be in a position of rest before God brought Eve to, to him. And I see Isaac in the same manner. He had do alive and awake, but he was in the presence of God, meditated when he lifted up his head and he saw that God had prospered the way of the servant of Abraham who brought him a wife. Let your heart be at peace, my brother, my sister, whosoever you are in this platform, trust in God for a life partner. God, we make it good in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I'd like to prophesy to you that God will perfect all that concerns you in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 What is the take here? I don't know if some of us have this attitude of coming apart. It is a very good thing. It is something that a believer should consistently do. Don't be so crowd-minded that you forget the need to withdraw and seek the face of God. The scripture tells us something. He said, in returning and in rest. That's what makes you confident. It makes you a man of faith. That's what makes you deep. That's what brings maturity your way. It's not good to be too loud and continuously loud. Once in a while, it's good to be loud, but there are times you need to withdraw. 
I can say from the picture or the scriptures we just read, Isaac went for a prayer walk. That's exactly what happened. You see, and Isaac came from the way of the world, Lahiron, for he dwelt in the south country. Isaac was simply having a prayer walk. Or let me put it, he was having fellowship with God and walking around. Take time out to find time to walk around your neighborhood. Take time out to find time to meditate on life issues. One of the things that have helped me as a believer, I'm not saying I'm perfect, is the fact that I ask questions when I meditate. And there are so many questions we need to ask ourselves. And I realized that when we ask questions, God in his infinite mercy answers. Some may we answer, some may, may not answer. Maybe it's not yet the time for him to answer it. But I always remember that scripture that says it is the honor of kings to search out a matter. There are times in life and it should be consistent that we should withdraw from the crowd. We should withdraw from the noise in the world. No wonder scripture says that we should not be in hurry to speak. We should not be in hurry to get angry. But the anger of man does not reveal the righteousness of God. One of the things that will help us is when we find time to always think deep, meditate deep concerning life issues. It makes us people who are better. It makes us people who are mature. It makes us people who understand the ways of God. And honestly speaking, what brings about maturity is the understanding of the ways of God. And there is power in that, in the sense that it enables you to live as God wants you to live. If you look at Joshua chapter 1, verse 8, very carefully, let's look at Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. I know we all know it, but let's open the scriptures and see some deep things from that passage. Joshua chapter 1, we read verse number 8. The Bible says something here very profound. It says, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night. Mm -hmm. Now listen to what he says after that. Meditation enables us, it empowers us to observe, to do, according to all that is written there. It is not just mere reading, but meditating. Thinking about what we read. Asking God for more insights about what we read. Communicating with God, that's how we start 
ask God question. Some of us are crying, oh, I don't know how God speaks, how does God speak to us? You know, and unfortunately, we only wait when things are very, you think, consider that things are important. That's when you ask God. You know, especially when it comes to the youth, they don't train themselves in asking God or meditative, relating with God. But when it comes to marriage, how do I know uh, that God, this is the will of God for my life? It's something that is a process. You begin by talking with God, meditating on his word. Uh, and as you meditate on his word, you go into, uh, God, should I go out today? What should I do today? And you begin to hear the voice of God. So as we learn the act of meditating on the word of God, we see God speaking to us. We see God, the Holy Spirit, expounding scriptures to us, line upon line, precept upon precept. And by so doing, we are built up. We grow into maturity. That's why the scripture says, as little babies, we should desire. We should desire the sincere milk, the word of God. The word of God, we should desire the milk. As little children, we desire the milk of the word of God so that we can grow unto maturity. Some of us have grown, but we have remained stagnant. That's not the will of God. We need to continue in these things. Jesus said to his disciples, you are only my disciple. If you continue in my word, then are ye my disciple indeed. Then verse 32 says, then you will know the truth. And the truth, the knowledge of the truth, no struggle. The moment you understand the truth, there will be no struggle to keep it. That's why Joshua 1.8 is saying, he said, when you meditate on it, he said, then you will be able to observe to do. It looked like the power is in meditation. The power is in that quiet moment where you, you know, have a tete-a-tete -tete with God. You relate with God one-on-one -on -one with him. So friends, men and brethren, brothers and sisters, sons and mas, we need to find time. Take a stroll. Read your Bible. Meditate on what you, you read. Instead of just sitting in the bus, allowing the devil to throw all manner of uh, useless things into your heart, think about scriptures. Meditate on it. Each time we read the book of Psalms, we see a portion that says Selah. The meaning of that is meditate on it. Think about it. Pause and think about what you have just read. There is power in meditation. We need to teach our children this thing. We need to teach our church members this thing. Too much talking, blah, 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 blah. The Bible says, even when words are made, in sin is easily found. There is time to withdraw. There is time to be quiet. There is time to think. There is time to meditate. It's very, very essential. We are going to grow. If things will happen in our life, if we become mature, we ask questions. By God's grace, I find time to ask some questions. If all these things, for instance, I ask myself some questions, 
at a particular point in time. I say, if all these things I've heard about God is true, why should I be afraid? Why should I be afraid? If all these things I've heard about God and I am related to this God that I have heard about, if all this, why should I? Why should I allow fear at all? If God is truly love, if God is the Almighty, if we God, if everything, if, if with God all things are possible, why should I fidget? That alone is able to stabilize my heart in peace. The peace of God that surpasses all understanding. Garrison my heart. If I believe that what is said about God, if I believe what I've heard about God, if I believe what I have studied about God, why should I begin to fear again? Why should I worry about what, you know, I will eat tomorrow if this God is a provider? So you meditate on this thing. You think, you think deeply on them. I tell you some of the things we say, we won't say them. I tell you this, some of the things we do, we will do them. Some of the things, we, our attitude will be different. If we know that God is a judge, if we know that forever, oh God, your word is settled in heaven, we will not even dare to lie. What is it that makes people to lie? It's the fear of consequences. The fear of the people we are talking to. Who is to be feared? Is the God of man? Jesus said, it's better you fear God, who is not only able to punish, but is able to cast away in hell. And the Bible says, all liars shall have their part in the lake of fire. Is it a lie? It's not a lie because forever, oh God, God is watching over his word to bring it to pass. So some of these things, you know, make us live a life that people will wonder, what's wrong with you? Are you the only Christian? Let them say so. I want to pattern my life after God. I want to pattern my life after the word of God. The devil will even steer up people unnecessarily to fight you, to resist you, to malign you. You don't bother. Just go ahead. Keep trusting and walking in the ways of God. The Bible said the people in Sodom, they vexed the soul of, as long as that guy was there, the Lord was there, they vexed the soul every day because he was seeing their evil do and he knew that these things were wrong. The Lord will teach us to meditate on him. The Lord will teach us to meditate on his word. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith in him. May our faith be built as we learn the art of meditating, as we learn the art of coming aside. You know what happens when you come aside? You know what happened when you come outside? Sometimes even when I sit down and I preach the sermon and I look at the sermon and I say, God, Lord, you, I said this thing. God, help me. You meditate on the things you have said. In fact, sometimes the Holy Spirit will bring some of your discussion with people and he will tell you this thing is wrong. You shouldn't have said this. 
you shouldn't have said this. You have caused more problem than solution. You know, and it will give you ways as to how to correct it. Easily, the Spirit of God will easily convict you of things when you learn to come aside. When you learn to withdraw, when you learn to seek Him, when you learn to meditate, the Spirit of God will begin to instruct you and guide you and lead you. The Bible says, when He, the Spirit of God, shall come, He shall teach us all things. He will lead us to all truths. That mostly happens when we are alone. The Bible says when Jacob came to his wit end, what did he do? He sent his family ahead. And what did he do? He stayed in a lonely place. Jesus never missed this opportunity every day of his life. The Bible says a great while before day, before the crowd began to come, before the people begin to come, he had always time to spend with God, to meditate with God. That link between us and God must not be broken. It must always be there because as long as we are connected to the greater light, we will shine as light. And the world will see the good work of God in our lives and give glory to God. Friends, these are the days that we need to learn to come apart. So many things are happening in the world. So many events are taking, even religious events. If we have so many things happening in the body of Christ today, the truth of the brethren is that it is not all that you are called to be part of, except you learn the act of withdrawing and meditating and asking God for mm. guidance. You may even be deceived. You may even be carried away. So if you want to endure this race, it's not, it's not a stride. It's, not, uh, it's mm -hmm. not a sprint. It's a marathon race. The Christian race is a marathon race. And you need consistently to be with him. You need consistently to find time out to be with him to meditate on him, ask him questions. Ask him questions. I remember several years ago, I just said, God, I can't understand. Even unbelievers, they say sometimes, we say, ah, heaven is good, and yet nobody wants to die. <laughs> nobody wants to die. If of the truth, heaven is what we say it is, then when people die in the Lord, we should rejoice. That's what the scriptures he said. We should not mourn as unbelievers. The person have simply gone to a better place, a more glorious place. Apostle Paul, when he was discussing it, he said, Oh, I'm in between two opinions. I'm in between two sides, whether to go to be with the Lord or to stay behind. He said, Because of you, maybe it's better for me to stay. But of a shorty, it's better to go. It's better to go to be with the Lord. So sometimes I wonder when people die, you will begin to, you know, especially when we know the person is in the Lord. I had to ask God sometime ago. I said, God, what is all this? Friends, friends, this is the way to go. 
Always find time to withdraw. Always find time to ask questions, deep questions. The scriptures say, one thing have I desire, and that will I seek after, that I may dwell in his presence to see the beauty of God. And then number two, to inquire in his presence. Brethren, the best place to be at any point in art, on planet art, is to be in the presence of God. That's why scripture says, I will show you the path of life. I will show you the path of life, where you can find life, where you can live the fullness of life. I will show you the path of life in his presence. There is what? There is fullness of joy. Can we not permit me to also tell you that in his presence there is strength? There is strength. The youth who are so known to be strong, they will faint and they will get weary. But they that wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. And they will mount up with wings as of eagle. They will run and not be weary. Take this time as most important time in your life. And don't do without it. Within a week, don't do without it. Find time. Take a walk out. Besides, it's also healthy. It makes you sound. It makes you sound. When you learn to meditate, when you learn to walk around, just pace around, you know, take in fresh air and think. Sometimes when I see trouble looming, what do I do? I just run to God. And I just stroll around and see, you know, God, you know, and I begin to think. And before you know it, the Holy Spirit will come closer. He will begin to expound to me scriptures upon scripture. Why I should not take this direction? Why I should take this direction? You know, in the midst of crowds, so many people are talking. You can't, sometimes it brings confusion. And that's why people take wrong direction in most cases in life. They go the wrong way because they're listening to wrong people. But there is somebody who can never lie to you. His name is the Lord Almighty. He will never lie to you. Let God be true and let every man be a liar. Friends, Isaac learned it. The example of Isaac. I don't know why the Holy Spirit just carefully kept that. that. He, he needed not to talk about it, but I think he wanted to bring to us what was transferred from generation to generation and what made the people different. Jacob himself, at the point, it was out of, you know, his lifestyle. But I think when he saw trouble coming, he said, no. This is the way my fathers did it. Let me find time to settle this matter with God. And the Bible said he raised an altar in Bethel. And he sought the face of God. In that quiet moment, God came and gave him an encounter. God will give us encounters from today in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Encounters that build up people. It gets to a point, friends, in life that... There is nothing that can shake you anymore. However, you still need to learn to take heed. But let him that thinketh he start do what? Take heed. The process of taking heed is finding time to consistently and continuously seek the face of God in this matter, in this manner. 
And as we seek him by meditating, thinking, asking questions. Look here, there's no question you can't ask God. But there are so many questions you can't ask men. Because when you go to men, they will make fun of you. When you go to men, some men, some questions. Even, I remember sometimes they go, did you say, when he first bought God born again, there are some questions he would have loved to ask. But he knew that when he asked them, they would say he's not born again. <laughs> there are some deep questions that you receive answers for that make you strong. Amen. That's why the scripture says, those that do know their God, they shall be what? They shall be stronger. And it will enable you alive to do exploit. It is from the place of meditation. It is from the place of coming apart. Jesus consistently told the disciples, come here apart. After they have visited the crowd, do all sorts of ministration to the crowd, he will tell them, come here apart. Come here apart. Come here apart. Coming apart is a place of rest. And that's that place Jesus is always saying, come unto me, all ye that labor. Life is not all about labor. Some of us are over laboring ourselves where we ought not to labor ourselves. At the point Jesus told the crowd, he said, labor not for the meat that perishes. There's time to labor for meat, but there's time to labor for things that are spiritual that will make you strong. May the Almighty God give us listening ears and the grace to apply these things to our lives in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We are going to pray. We are going to talk to God for a few minutes. We are going to say to him, Father, forgive us. We have behaved like Vashti. How many of us remember Vashti in the scripture? The king wanted the presence of the queen Vashti. But Vashti would not go to the presence of the king. Why? Because there were so many people he felt she felt she needed to attend to. Friends, the first person we must learn to attend to is the Almighty God. There is opportunity for us to do this because he has made us both kings and priests. And except we perform our priesthood, we cannot exercise our kingship. Mm. I repeat that again. Except we perform our priesthood, we cannot exercise our friendship. The strength to exercise our kingship is in exercising our priesthood. I'll give you a scripture in reference to that. For instance, he said, We see that seeth it in, and they come to pass when the Lord has not commanded it. What is the meaning of that? The meaning is simply that, look, except someone dwells in the presence of God and hear the instruction of God, he cannot give command for anything to happen and that will happen. I'll give you an example. Elijah said to King Ahab, he said, there shall not be rain. There shall be not be dew or rain. Until I speak it, because I have a standing with God before whom I stand. He was standing in his place of priesthood before he could exercise the kingship, rulership, before he could decree a thing and it could come to pass. As long as you dwell in the presence of God and you go out and say things, it will be established. In the name of Jesus. So the first prayer point we want to pray. Father, we have forsaken you. 
for too long. I have forsaken you for too long. I have been too busy like matter. But Mary have chosen that good path which shall not be taken away from her. Lord, from today I repent. I will find time for you. I will dedicate time for you. That is the most, I have discovered that it is the most important time to offer. I will show you the path of life for in his presence there is fullness of joy. Lift up your voice and say, Father, from today I will have time for you. From today, I will dedicate time. I Forgive me for neglecting you. Forgive me for neglecting you. in two days, I will do it at least once a week. I will find time for you. Ah, Father, give me a heart that meditates. Give me a heart that Ta 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 
I cover my heart with the blood of My heart will not be carried away anymore. The name of Jesus. My heart will not be seen anymore. In the name of Jesus. Amen. When we seek God this way, God will meet our consistency. Amen. Amen. When we when we when we seek God this way, God will make sure that our needs are met. That's why Isaac was meditating and they brought him the wife. Things will be working for you as long as you are connected to God. Look at Uzziah in scriptures. The Bible says, as long as Uzziah sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. The things that you normally struggle for and fight for, you just see God making it happen. The things you begin to be with ease. Because our energy is towards God. God will now release his energy to be towards us. It will cause people to be you know, in favor with us. We will find the favor of men. And as long as we find the favor of God, you are going to pray and say, Father, my, I choose to be at rest in your presence from today. And as I become at rest in your presence, do that which you say you will do. You said, when I seek your kingdom, you will advance my course. Father, advance my course in the name of Jesus. All of my needs meet them. All the needs of your church meet the needs of your voices. And to give you their time, Father, give them your time. Give them your time. Glorify your name in their life. Let them live an exceptional life in the mighty name of Jesus. Before them, concerning all things, in the name of Jesus. Make ways for your people in the name of Jesus. The Bible says in Psalm 46, the last prayer will be taken before we say thank you to Jesus. In Psalm 46, the Bible says that God causes war to cease. We are going to pray that the raging war, the beating of drums of war in Ukraine, in, from Russia, 
that all such things will cease, that there will be peace in our world. Jesus. Let's lift up our voice and begin to pray. Let there be peace. Father, King of glory,